right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you don't properly have that conversation in terms of, okay, this is going to be our new reality in the next two, three, four, five months. How are we going to navigate this entire thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about every single thing. Like, because some people decide, some people have that conversation and decide, you know what? Yeah, it's going to work out because of X, Y, Z. And they move on Mm -hmm. amicably. But then if things that if you don't have that conversation and then it's like oh yeah we'll cross that bridge when we get there no once you've crossed that bridge and you've exed the country it's the the it's it's become i think it becomes 10 times even more difficult to start navigating that entire relationship hello one one hi everybody now this feels quite mechanical because we already went through this process before but you know it's all just vibes you know no pressure my name is midday um from safe space and i have with me hi everyone it's angela here that was a very tired angela here i'm sorry hi everyone it's calm for real <laughs> i think this is for 20s by 20s uh, everybody is expects that by the end of every week you know we're all just going through what we're going through and yeah. I feel like one thing we appreciate the most about this is just realness and emotion and whatever it is we're going through is just how it is and we just spill it out that way however because it's safe space we obviously get the respect you know all the people and the opinions and that's how it is and that's how it's supposed to be I wish we had one of those clapping sound effects you know Mm-hmm. Was you can always add it too. Yeah, that uh, you know, and then it's like a round of applause. But yeah, so this week, um, last week, myself and Angela did stuff on um, you know, mainland island uh, the dating scenario, and how messed up I thought it was. But Angela had a different opinion, and then next- I enjoyed playing the devil's advocates. Then, you know, I think I replayed that thing one morning and I'm like, wow, you asked a very salient question. I like, did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you were just turning the questions at me and then I'm finding ways to just navigate my way so that I don't seem like... <laughs> I beg, don't do that today. Me and you will fight. I'll fly to well, my well, well, no promises. I'm not, I'm not promising anything. Okay. So, um, like I was trying to say, Netflix happened to extend you know our show you know netflix in this case in safe space and they'll be touching on like different things and like really no pressure here we're just here to give our opinion and then get you guys to just very side by side with whatever view you already owe and today we'll be talking about japa you know in the context of how it affects relationships and it's not just boy girl romance you know it's not just oh you know how Lagos relationships are now? It's not just that. There's this relationships as a whole, family, work, this relationship, friendships, you know, and the way it goes. So let's see, let's see how we're gonna do this. What's up with you? Have you have you ever had any situation where you yes, know? Yes, like so the reason why I, I even suggested like this being like the sort of unofficial first mm. conversation was I was just sitting down and thinking oh no 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 what happened <laughs> story time <laughs> I'll always tell you stories <laughs> so um two weeks ago um 
I was obviously getting some work done and then I was heading back home around 9 p.m. And I think I posted a picture on my WhatsApp um, status like a very long time ago. And then my closest friend, like she was like literally my closest friend um, who I met in law school, she responded to what I posted. And I did not see the message until like that week, right? And we just got talking again. And then I was just talking about how like, you just don't realize how messed up like the entire like obviously like it's good like the whole relocation and jackpot and everything but just don't realize like the impacts like that it causes on your relationships with Mm. people because this was both of us who were literally in law school together like how many months ago we're just in law school together you know she would always come to my room at any time and even before I even like relocated like we were always just like talking like she just literally called me by like 10 p.m you know and obviously I'm not doing anything serious at that time I could just for hours on end but then now like it's just very different like obviously like we still talk but it's just not the same because there's just that apart from the physical barrier there's just the psychological barrier that we're no longer in the same space we're no longer in the same we're no longer like in the same mind space in terms of her like working and me not being a student but also not being the corporate world you know because okay. like, like you stated, I don't even think it's really just a geographic barrier anymore. Yeah. It's lifestyle difference. I mean, in the UK, you understand that survival is so deep because yeah. you need to, like things you usually take for granted in Nigeria, you need to pay, you know, you need to pay those bills. You're going to get your light or whatever it is, your water, stuff like that. And then because you don't really have like, you know, some sort of family backing. I mean, in Nigeria, before you get so broke and you eventually make the decision to sleep under the bridge, you most yeah. likely have your family saying, you know what, maybe it's because you're Austin in Lagos, come back to Ondo, or wherever it is yeah. in Lagos. But like, that cannot happen in the UK. If stuff happens, you're almost on your own. So I think it's a different kind of energy when yeah. you go over there. And but I think really one thing I'm trying to like really understand, and really one more point which I was supposed to make, which obviously is not uh, it's not obtainable in an Android UK relationship is the concept of time zone. So if the person is in Canada or in the United States or you know somewhere outside of the Greenwich Meridian, forget it. And you guys yeah. are the that's wow. even worse. You, I, I cannot I cannot imagine having a romantic relationship with different time zones. Like in my mind, mm. there's no relationship again. Because I cannot be waking up and you are just sleeping. Mm. I, I just <laughs> it's just very weird to me. Like I'm I'm waking up. I want to see like a good morning text message, and then I want to talk to you for the rest good of the day. Text. And then you're just sleeping. God. You're a good morning text person. You know, we'll address this someday because. <laughs> I feel like men should be caught some slack. Everybody wakes up angry. Wakes up. I mean, not everybody. But like, I don't know okay. how you wake up. 
I wake up, I wake up angry. I'm one of those people that wake up really angry. But I like to see cute tech. Like I have my roommate in law school, this is on a side, my roommate in law school. Um, she was that type of person. So if she's leaving the room and I'm not and I'm and I'm still in the room or I'm still sleeping, I would wake up and see like a very cute note on my desk. I'm not even joking. Um, recently, like well, not recently, like towards the end of last year, like there was time that like she woke me up with this very long ass text message. This is not like it was obviously like it's not a um, romantic relationship. It's just we're just running on the same vibe. Okay. It obviously. You know that it's not. No, no, no. I know. I don't know anything. I'm just. You. <laughs> Gosh. But really, like before what? we get off, before we get off track, don't you yeah, think yeah. Afghanistan needs to be like such a huge player here? Because, I mean, we're talking different time zones. We're talking different geography. We're talking different lifestyle. Yeah. How exactly? Like, do you think this thing can be subject, you know, to the superior of understanding or like understanding cannot solve this I think I think I don't know I, I, I like to say it depends I'm going to give the most typical lawyer answer and say it depends mm. because it really does depend on the people who are in that relationship because like with any with any type of relationship like it takes effort right mm. that's like an established principle and then when you're talking about if you're talking about communication and understanding and trust and things like that, and that's just in a normal relationship, then you now add the entire mix of living of long distance. And I'm not even saying long distance in terms of we're both in the same country and we are living in different states. Mm. We're adding the mm. mix of we're both in two different parts of the world. I need a sometimes visa two different continents. Huh? I need a visa to see you, man. Yeah, like that kind of thing, like two different continents, time zones. Um, I'm facing an like added external pressure. Maybe you're also starting a new stage in your life and things like that. And I don't know, I feel like there's just a lot more accommodation that you have to give each other at that point in time. But we're very honest, I kind of have like quite you know an alternative because so now my father stays in his different time zone I think about yeah. five hours you know I had or you know I think I had no no I had I think five are five hours difference I think we're ahead of them and for some yeah. reason like I feel like I have quite a good relationship with my dad better than most of my friends who have fathers in the country yeah and, but you know, I mean relationship I think the dynamics of boy girl romance is totally out of the window we are not exactly predicating our relationship on ego most of the time. We're not looking for who to text first. You know, if we have, you know, any issue between us, I'm most likely trying to iron it and ash it out, you know, as a father and a son. So I think yeah. you understand that maybe these nuances, I don't really think sometimes it's really just all about the barrier and the distance. Sometimes our nuances as you know, in a boy-girl relationship, you know, any form of relationship really, becomes a lot more exposed in that regard mm-hmm. when you know that yeah. okay, now he's in a different time zone. He's probably seeing another girl, you understand? Or he's probably doing this or she's probably doing this. And then you go online and there's a lot of weird materials on yeah. the You know, really, I just try to avoid those things. But, you know, when you feed yourself with those things, it's just very easy for you to see the beginning of the end of your relationship. I, I think I'll... That's how I was going to be But listen to you, you to that story. 
What did you say? I did long distance, like last time I was in the UK. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've had that conversation. Oh, we have? Yes, we have. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll listen to you first, but I don't, I don't think my story went really well, but I'm listening to you. What I was going to say was that um, I also think that another like important factor in terms of um, long distance um, Jaguar relationships is usually a thing of Jaguar compatibility mm. because if obviously and this is something that like I jokingly always tell people to that's like one of the things that you should add to the list of considerations when you're thinking about dating someone. Um, your jackpot compatibility because at the rate <laughs> so like let's let's talk about jackpot compatibility jackpot compatibility is basically is basically what kind of conversations have we had in the past about jackpot mm. right so for instance if you we both started off dating when we were both in the country you know we're basically like a, a, a typical lagos couple Mm. We're both Lagos, you know, and then but one opportunity comes. on weekend. You understand? We but then one opportunity to ensure that she has appeared. Yeah. We know how Lagos yeah. goes. So, yeah, I'm listening. And um, the one of the part, one of the one person decides that they are going to take the opportunity to Jackpot right mm-hmm. sometimes if you don't properly have that conversation in terms of okay this is going to be our new reality in the next two three four five months how are we going to navigate this entire thing right mm-hmm. and i'm talking about every single thing like because some people decide some people have that conversation and decide you know what yeah it's going to work out because of xyz mm-hmm. and they move on mm-hmm. amicably but then if Things that if you don't have that conversation and then it's like, oh yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. No. Once you've crossed that bridge and you've exed the country, it's the the it's it's become, I think it becomes 10 times even more difficult to start navigating that entire relationship. Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of frustration and miscommunication constantly and consistently. So like I don't know. I feel that's also something something else that's a major like factor to consider mm. in terms of like these types of relationships. Because I'm more like I don't know. I feel like especially if you're like the kind of person that can't trust, like you struggle or you have like some level of trust issues, mm. right? You can't just wake up and say, mm, "I'm feeling my thing's telling me that this person is this person is knocking somebody else." You can't just wake up and go and go to the person's house. Which could be true. Oh, wait, really? If you had a premonition that your partner was nothing, you would just go to the, to the I wouldn't. Oh no, if I had the premonition, I would have the conversation with the partner. And if I still have, if it's still there, my gut feeling is like, yeah. You wake up on, on the person at the person's house. No, go for it. Ew, mm. that's disgusting behavior. I would end the relationship Lagos because man. <laughs> you're a bad man. <laughs> Lagos <laughs> man, beware. <laughs> They are not sneaking up on our houses. No, 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 no. I'm saying I, I, that, I feel like that's disgusting behavior. Like I, I don't know. I just never stood stood that low to go to be going to be doing hide and seek because of what? Am I mad? No, I would have the conversation and then if, if like your things are not, issue, you know, it's not going to be the reason why your feelings stay. Your gut feeling stays. 
like you, you are going to be the reason why your gut feeling fails. So what would you do yes. after that? Would it be to sneak up on him? Go for me. Like me, I've already said this thing. Like, I cannot do something like that. Like everything in me revolts at the idea of going to go and be doing Sherlock Holmes um, with this person. No. Have the conversation, and if I'm still not convinced, I will tell you I'm going to step back a little. I'm going to take a break because mm. I don't like feeling this way. That's mm. the honest truth. That's that's that that's how I would handle that. But that's not even where I'm going to. Pull on paper. By the way. That's not where I'm going to. That's not where I'm going to. That's not where I'm going to. Let's move aside from that. What I'm, I'm saying is that the passage is when it's cross border. It becomes harder. Yeah, when it's cross border, like it's you can't, or if you want to, I don't know, like there's just so many things to consider. And like if for instance, like Omar, the conversations are plenty when it comes to this thing. Because if I'm if I'm dating somebody who has jackpot, mm. right? Because again, one of my love languages is um what's that one um quality time quality time and physical touch or more it's going to be extremely difficult it's going to be an extremely difficult relationship to navigate because yeah like spending time with the person in terms of um social media and zoom and all of that all of that all of that yeah it's all good but then another thing to consider too am i financially capable to to um continue sustaining the relationship because if for instance oh i'm like oh i want to see this person can i get a visa can i get a flight ticket can i get an accommodation um feeding expenses all of that to go across the um continent or across the country to go and surprise this person or visit this person your mom and don't like surprises on behalf of every (laughs) man listening to this podcast i want to let it needs to be known, you know, to every... Yeah, if you know what me, they ask yourself, like why, like, why don't Yoruba men like surprises? Ask yourself. I think we need to ask, we need to go through Yoruba history, you know, from... The you'll find, you know, you find the answer deeply rooted inside you. Ask yourself. Like, you'll find you the answer like from... Anything, any, anything but surprises. Thank you very much. Yeah, Please. the reason why, me, they, and you know the reason why. Yoruba men don't like surprises. You do. If Dig the deep, deep, deep inside of you why are you, you know. to, why are you trying to surprise what's like surprise and sneak they are very scary <laughs> words because see me let me let me tell you i don't i don't like surprises personally i'm just saying like what if my partner loves surprises like what if you know those people that oh my gosh you surprised me that's 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 good for the couple i'm just saying like i'm just giving you an example okay you know we need to plan I feel like planning is deeply rooted in a concept. Oh, there's a reason why. There's a reason why your brand men don't like it. The concept of planning. You understand? Mm. Don't pull up on me at work. You get what I'm saying? Why? Why? Because, um, my boss might have a problem with that. You get what I'm no, saying? No, obviously. And if you pull up on me at my house, my landlord might have a problem with that also. <laughs> this is purely bad. This is fairly bad. I don't like surprises. I don't like being surprised. I don't like surprising other people. No, no, surprises, I like like, surprises like, oh, maybe you send a delivery person. But when you come in... Person, why, can't, why can't I be the gift that I'm sending? Why? You the gift. <laughs> why can't I be the gift that I'm, I'm sending to you, to your office? Why? We'll address this later. We'll address this okay, later. no problem. I know, no problem. But anyway, that's 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 my decide. That's my decide. That's my decide. 
I'm just I'm just talking about like the couple in general. Like you know, couples like some couples like all these like weird things, like surprises, mm. right? So like I'm asking myself, like, would I have the financial means? Because some people, some people are big babes, some people are big men and big babes, and they can surprise their partners at whatever time, even if it's outside of the country. Do you get? So that's another thing to consider as well when it comes to um like the romantic relationships um honestly as much as yes surprises things like this you know they play quite a good role in the quality of relationships i think because i mean right now when i do meet new people i'm usually trying to make them understand that you know life is transient at this point i'm in my 20s i'm sure you're in your 20s uh there's a couple of things you and sometimes it's not even just about jackpot like it's about the fact that our interest to put us out of touch from the mainstream yeah. know, very soon. And I just get really deeply involved in, in what I'm doing. And then you also start to speak a different language. And, yeah. and it becomes, it, 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 it makes commitment. What, you, what did I just say? It makes commitment <laughs> such a very hard thing to do. And then, you know, in that regard, honestly, that is just another conversation within that spectrum, but I feel like I'm not saying that people should get into commitment in their 20s with a lot of, uh, you know, excitation and trying to back away from it. But this conversation is just one out of many. And how, in this case, you just what I feel like most likely, just about anything sticks in relation to interest. You know, all of a sudden your babe comes home one day and she's trying to upskill, which is amazing. Like, you know, I want you to upskill and stuff. But the end of that journey could be that, oh, now she needs to pursue, you know, maybe a professional course in Switzerland or she's gotten a job in one of the Scandinavian countries. And then you're thinking, okay, I had a different career path all set out for myself. How exactly am I going to have to deal with this? So I think usually, maybe it's probably one of the reasons why I honestly, I think I've hesitated with commitments in this space. I mean, it's easy for me as a guy, but really it's just the concept of how you really need to ensure that beyond the looks, beyond the similar interests, there's the possibility of a similar future. I feel like I can yeah. tell where I'll be 10 years from now, you know, geography-wise, you know, the kind of countries I want to transverse. And then if I'm young, you want to do your master's in another location that I don't want to touch. For me, I think in that situation, I kind of start taking it off my head. I don't know if it's just me, but it's kind of like being you know really determined factors for me for a while now yeah i think i think like these types of situations tend to um sort of um weed out like the the progressive relationships in terms of like this is heading somewhere mm. from the other ones that are very just casual not they're not casual in um what's the word in the nature but then they are also casual do you get like i feel like things like because it forces you to have like the mature conversation it's yeah, when it comes a genotype story right now there's a jackpot meter and there's a genotype meter yeah let's know if we're yeah. going to be compatible and know if this is going to go beyond just now we have to decide whether or not you know we're going to spend the rest of our life together in just together, the, exactly. in just the first five, first five days of talking stage this yeah so like it just makes you a lot more and 
it, yeah, it's, unless it's something worse, like no, I'm not going to say it. But it just, I feel like it just, it does it's make you, eh? It's a safe space. I know it is. I'm just out. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, All right, I'm listening. It wasn't completely related to the topic. That was why. Uh, but yeah, it just makes you more um, aware. Because what I was going to say was that, like, from the onset, like, at least eighty percent of people know that there's something that's holding me back when it comes to this relationship, right? Mm. So, like, it just makes you like a lot more certain. Like, there's a lot of clarity that comes with like situations like this, and you just it just thrust into reality that actually, I don't know if I'm ready to spend the rest of my life with this person or anybody at all. Because mm. if we're talking about jackpot compatibility and jackpot relationships, like the 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 whole idea would be at the end of the day, the goal is for me to join this person wherever he or she is. Mm. Do you understand? So if I cannot sacrifice a lot of things like during the period of long distance mm. for this person, then I don't even want to be with this person in the in the long run at all. Do you get it? So yeah, I feel like like at least even if like and it's always a conversation that I always encourage people to always have because you never know where you're going to be in the next two, three, four, five years in terms of location, right? Mm. And so if I'm going to like start, God, I hate talking stages, but if I'm going to enter another talking stage, that's one thing that I'm definitely bringing up because tell me what your mind is like when it comes to jackpot and relocation. Like, are you open to it or are you like, oh? I'm going to live and die in Africa. I'm going to live and die in Nigeria, that kind of thing. Then let's know from the onset. But yeah. On it, I mean, before we go to actually context of professional relationships, because I don't want us to like, you know, move that aside. I know I said I was going to talk about my experience, which really wasn't honestly. I don't think I would use it as a representation for what most people feel, because I mean, we kind of knew I was going to come back for law school. We knew I was not permanently relocating, so I mean, he kind of created some level of bright side to knowing, oh, he's going to be back soon. But still, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, he had to take a lot of intention. He had to take a lot of, um, of intentionally trying to put things straight and knowing that, okay, this needs to be done, that needs to be done. You know, we yeah. have to like understand what our timetables are or will be, okay, this is the time you're in school, you know, to make it happen. It's not like this will not come up, but, I think really those were two factors that just really kind of helped knowing that, okay, there's going to be a time he's going to be back and also, you know, communication of which one time that communication broke down, you know, a couple of things probably happened and, you know, he threw some spawn out to the wheels. But still, I think for anybody who's trying to consider jackpot relationships, I don't think we're here saying, oh, it's impossible. You just need to ensure that your communication is a hundred, like, you can't really hide anything from your partner at this point in time because yeah. if it's like every hour of your day you will need to account for it when you guys are on the phone oh yeah. i was at the shift oh i was doing this i was on the bus i was at the subway and except you know you want to play you can't play in a jackpot relationship it's not can't. it's not for play yeah but like really and and it, i mm-hmm. Go. Yeah, no, so I was going to say that I think that, like, if you do decide that, okay, yeah, I'm going to enter this Japa relationship, I feel like it's important to have every single aspect of the conversation, no matter how uncomfortable it might make you feel. Like, every single aspect of the conversation, of like 
the transition from seeing each other every single day or like constantly to entering this space of long distance how, how are we going to navigate every single aspect of our relationship do you and get also, if there's no solid rock foundation before you leave i think it's going to be really hard because it's inevitable mm-hmm. that one day communication will break down you know it needs to take on more job shifts to pay bills and then probably one thing you can hang on to at that point in time is the memories you've had and not just memories yeah. situations where you know trust had erupted in time past and you could tell yourself oh i was with this person for so so so, so xyz number of times and then i'm sure that you know i know him and the fact that i've not been able to you know i've not been able to get through to him in the last six twelve hours you know doesn't mean he's really just up somewhere doing stuff that is in opposition to what we've agreed upon in, yeah. in relation to this commitment so I, I think really time giving yourself time to really acclimatize with each other before Jaguar comes in, you know, would really play a long way in ensuring that, you know, these are the times you can hold on to when you guys are going through the rough parts of your relationship. And I feel like at this point, we need to touch on professional relationships because Dilm and July, a lot of people are living in the bank, according to- A lot of people, a lot of people. My sister, Amber, um, when I was still in law school, I used to like talk to my sister and she was like, she was always telling me about how, oh yeah, this person, her in charge had resigned mm. or her in charge had taken on a new role in um, the company in the UK. And it was like a weekly, like it was just like a weekly thing that, so what's going on? How is work? How is this? Oh yeah, I have a new in charge. I have a new supervisor. I have a new manager. Oh, we just said, you know, we just said, this person has just said, I can't remember the phrase that she would always tell me. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Like, it's, it's like completely lingo for this person is leaving the company and is not just leaving their jack buying wow. <laughs> so it was like it was a constant it was like it was so expected like at some point my man i was like so who is leaving this week who's mm. leaving this week or who has already left if today is friday <laughs> tell me who has left the company you know so, yeah, people some guy was going to go to supervisor tell him that oh he's leaving and I think on the supervisor system, it's not the supervisor's letter of, I think the supervisor should have his letter of uh, maybe resignation, so that was also leading to the authority. So like, it's like on all sides. What prefers yeah. to be like, I mean, of course, you know, there's the level of brain drain, uh, yeah. the very, I mean, the honorables, I don't want to give an opinion as to who and what they are and, and give them adjectives, because they're really not worth my time. But members of the Nigerian parliament or Senate you know, recently, I think they're debating a bill as regards the fact that doctors will not get a qualification until they practice there for five years. Oh, yeah. And I saw that. That was, that was like, prevent the brain drain. But really, that looks like coercion to me than it looks. Yeah, like it's not, it's not going to do anything but prevent people from actually studying medicine in Nigeria. It's not going to do anything. Mm. I don't see it like stopping the brain drain or, or like, yeah, I understand to some degree i understand why they sort of put it there but that doesn't do anything they should think about the real issues how about increasing their salaries how about you know like things that are more logical than saying oh and we're going to put a restriction on your ability to leave the country after um, you've um, qualified as a medical doctor that's bullshit honestly but really in the wider context of just conventional um professions uh like say banking you know medicine all of that i feel like we've the margin, you know, Gen Z crazy tech 
your business partner relocating, honestly, it's really just it's not it's not bad news. It's actually good news. Yeah, it is. Establishing a better partnership. You guys probably work virtually. I mean, safe space. I haven't seen a lot of safe space folks in my lifetime. Yeah. And yeah, we have the best relationship, and it's just over. You know, it's just I can't believe I've not seen this. Is that weird? When I do mm. see them, I would have to remind myself that I've never met them before. Oh, yeah. Constantly part of my consciousness, constantly part of my life, you know, as a family yeah. and all of that. So I feel like we work this relationship in, in, in with tech, with Gen Z, emerging yeah. professions. It's not really much of a problem. I mean, I, I'm, I'm half and half with that because, again, like I say, like because of my type of personality and like the things that like just make my personality as a whole mm. it's it's really half and half for me because as much as i have like tech um, and i'm able to com- communicate with them like like i haven't even left mm. there's just something different about seeing people in person and having those conversations in person and being able to hug people and just be in that like space with them for the time being i don't think i've been very honest because like we're the ones who don't like to go to work, we are always begging our millennial and baby boomer employees. I'm being, I see. I'm being, well, it depends on the people that have left. If it's someone that's like basically a work colleague, you know, you know that they are work colleagues, and then their work colleagues turn friends. Sure. Do you get so like if it's just a basic work colleague, fine, often and good. Like I would prefer to just be on teams throughout. I don't, I do not care. But then if you actually become my friend and if we, we now have a relationship outside the office and outside work, to some extent you're like, mm, I actually miss being around this person. Like just being like in their space and just constantly bantering with them in person. Mm. Do you get? How about family and friends though? Because I mean, the same friends are the family you choose. How about in situations when it's harder for you to choose? Because I mean, there's a thing that says 20 friends cannot be friends for 20 years. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you guys are just doing, you know, joint calls once every month or once in two months. And I mean, for me, I think really that's the saddest thing because I don't think you meet a new friend today and tell yourself, oh, are you going to jackpot? That's going to determine whether or not you're going to be my friend. No. If I feel like we flow, we have similar interests. Like friendship is such a beautiful thing to have in this world. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about breakups and the, the hurt that comes from relationships. But, Ooh, I mean, but friendship breakups though. Oh. I know I know are friendship breakups. I feel like I want to compare friendship to like air travel and relationship to road travel. Of course, mm-hmm. plane crashes happen and they are so they're a lot more, you know intense but like the frequency of them happening is quite rarer than road accidents not quite yeah. it's be rarer than accidents yeah so how do you deal with that because i mean i have i have two friends now are like my ogs i i mean i like these guys we would usually chill out on weekends you know if the demand of the week had been so insane somebody stays not too far away somebody stays not not too far away i'm just converting the person who lives in the middle and it's usually just great to just take a retreat on weekends. But when one of us decides to jump off, hmm, you can only imagine. Like, yeah. How do I deal with it? I, I like to pretend, and you know for a fact that I'm a, I'm a big pretender. I like to pretend that things don't hurt me mm. as much as they actually hurt me. That's 
that's the only way to like to cope with a lot of things. I like to just pretend and yeah, just. Yeah, that was my depression for a while. But then when it hits, like I was telling you, like at the beginning of the conversation, when I was telling you about the conversation I had with my friend, like I sent her a long as beard, and I never, I never played that vein again to myself because of how disgustingly emotional I was in that VN. Mm. Oh, that was disgusting. Because like when he, the problem with like pretending and just brushing everything on the carpet and just pretending yeah. just, it's like when it hits you, you're like, oh shit, actually this thing is painful. Mm. Like when it just hits, it's like, yeah, like this thing is this thing is painful. So yeah, like I just like to just sail through life pretending like these things do not hurt me and I'm above the emotions and I'm I'm clear-headed and I'm very logical about these things that yeah this is what's happening now but it's for a greater good it's for a greater mm-hmm. good but then I have this moment where I'm like oh my god I miss this so much so we've got like so- two more minutes and from a fellow pretender and really, like in the general context of all this conversation, I think communication is key because yeah. I think I did something really groundbreaking yesterday, which I'll try to rush up. I'd been really indifferent to something somebody had done to me about mm-hmm. a year ago. I was angry at myself and not the person, you know, for being taken advantage of. But it was really just indifference on my part. Never discussed yeah. with the person, never had a conversation with it about the person. And, you know, I just found, I think it was this message on forgiveness this Easter, and I reached out. And it felt really freeing, you know, to tell yeah. this person, okay, this is what you have done. And it's not because, you know, I'd really been elaborate about how much I hated before this, because hurt people hurt more people. I found yeah. myself, you know, channeling how I felt into other areas, like transferred aggression, unconsciously, without even me knowing it. I became a you, what you were to me to other people. So I feel like, you know, generally trying to really link it with, with you and with everything. Communication is key. In a world that, you know, that crucifies people who are very expressive about how they feel, honestly, it's really sad. But then you need to find, and I think really circle matters. The people you interact with, it really matter a lot. You know, yeah. having that people that fly to, but rather have communications. Communications are tough, but I think they need to be had. And yeah. answering every single dilemma we've got up today, I think communication is key. We've got like one more minute. And I just want yeah. to do, to do like you know, last thought. Yeah, same thing actually, communication, but also being very accommodating mm. of like the new situation that, because it's, it's a new situation that both of you are trying to navigate, right? Your friend or your partner, things like that. Like it's just a very new situation. So it's very important to just also be very accommodating um, of like the new feelings and the new territory they're just trying to wade through um, during that time. So yeah. Always beautiful doing this with you. Yeah, always. Same time, not same time, not same time next week. We'll Original time next week. I'm playing football about five, everybody. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> please. Original time. Midday. Listen to me. Midday. Midday. All right, mom. Original time next week. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Good. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.